Dan, how are you? Oh, hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> That's good. It's been like a year since I like seen you. So it's like crazy. Like I'm so glad you like catch in touch. I know. I know. Yeah. So let's talk about comedy. And I broke this down into like two parts from like comedy to film. So let's discuss comedy first. And what got you inspired to do comedy? What mediums do you perform? And how long have you been performing? Um, yeah, wait, what was the first question? <laughs> um, so what inspired you to do comedy? Oh, okay. And, yeah, and then yeah. mediums, and then how long have you been performing? I always wanted to do comedy from when I was a kid. I don't know. I think it was just, um, it was just like um, listening to stand up as a kid and loving it and watching a lot of sitcoms and um, loving that. And then it was, and so I do stand up and I write um, comedy, like scripted stuff and um, I'll film, film things also. And I guess I've been doing it for eight years now. Um, I started a little bit in college um, and, uh, and then moved back to New York where I'm from and then started doing stand-up every night and would film little videos and, and write little sketches and stuff with friends and then started filming other uh, more narrative things and yeah so about eight years. Wow um, so what inspires your material and what's like the process I guess? Um, it, it kind of changes over time, but it usually starts with something really like uh, micro or like anecdotal. Um, it kind of changes what the sort of inspiration is, but it's usually like one pretty specific thing. And then you kind of, um, I, I will sort of like zoom out from it and think, you know, uh, you sort of tree branch. I, I kind of vary with what my process is. It's maybe different for a standup bit um versus like um, an idea for a script or something but but it, usually it follows like you take one specific idea and then you just kind of you don't censor yourself and just kind of let the thoughts flow and see where it goes and try to carry it out and like okay well what else and what else and usually it's the you know third or fourth or fifth angle within the thing that you thought that ends up being the thing worth keeping um yeah, I don't know if that answers anything, but <laughs> it's definitely some words that I just said. Yeah, so um, let's talk about your comedy album, which you released um, this past year in May, in Emergency Contact. So, like, how did you create that? Was the inspiration for that? How did that go? Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I I went to um, well, I started working. I started working on, uh, I, I wanted to kind of put out an album, I guess, just because you have all this random, you know, this material and you want to see if you can kind of string it together for something longer. And usually in the city, you, you know, you get to do shorter sets that are maybe like 15 minutes or 10 minutes or something. And you're kind of working on new stuff, but you don't really know to what end. And so I guess I, I put it out or I recorded it last year or maybe less than a year ago, like late 2019 with the awareness that like, you know, no one would, um, would like care, but it was just kind of a thought of like, oh, if anyone were to then find out or uh, hear about me in some other context in comedy or whatever, and were to look me up, there would already be a thing out there instead of yeah. having to sort of rush out. Of and then I ultimately 
And so I recorded it at Union Hall in Brooklyn. Um, mm -hmm. and it's a little less than an hour. Um, and I put it out through this, um, this label that was very good and helpful. And, uh, and yeah, and so it's, so it's out on all the streaming stuff. And it's nice that it's out there. I, I, I can't really listen to that because it's too, I'm too close to it, you know? And um, I'm kind of over myself, but, um, but <laughs> it's nice that it's there and whatever, it's out there. And uh, um, yeah, and it's also nice because everything shut down a couple months after. So it was nice to have something recorded before Earth paused, you know? Mm -hmm, definitely. And yeah. that was perform that was recorded in Brooklyn. So what's yeah. been it like performing in the New York scene? And what's been you like we met when you were in DC, so what's been your experience like in other cities as well? Um, I mean New York is good just because there's no um I mean you can get on stage a lot, which was kind of needed for me when I started because I think some people are maybe more comfortable writing up front and the performing comes later and some people are more mm -hmm. comfortable warming up front and the writing catches up and, mm -hmm. um, and I was definitely more comfortable writing than I was performing and so it was just helpful for me to you know you can get on stage a lot and do a lot of sets and just be bad and kind of um, and that's okay you know yeah bombing and, is definitely the way to go yeah you just bomb everywhere and, uh, and it's nice because you kind of um, there's no like deluding yourself you know you're like oh I, I suck you know because you're around a lot of like a range of comedy, but you're also around a lot of great comics and there's sort of no uh, tricking yourself um, on that. So, so yeah, so it, it was, it was good to, to do that. And you can kind of just get on stage a lot and feel yourself get more present on stage and more um, able to kind of step out of it and more able to like settle into whatever you find your voice to be. And then going to other cities, it's nice just to sort of feel it variation maybe you get to do more time or maybe you get to be sure that you're not just writing to you know you do a lot of um especially when you're starting you do a lot of uh, mics you're doing a lot of like sparsely attended shows where a lot of the audience is other uh comedians and stuff and you don't mm -hmm. want to fall into just writing for them you know yeah um so it's good to be in other places where there may be more of a built-in uh, audience and stuff than people who don't know you or don't care or, or aren't um, sort of hip to comedy at all. They just want to laugh and they don't want, you know, um, uh, irony upon irony of comedy because they're not well-versed enough in stand-up to know what a parody of it is, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. So, and, and yeah, I mean, in other cities, it's a range of it. But I love, I love going to D.C. That, that was, that's always fun. And yeah. Philly, yeah, it's all, all good. Chicago. Definitely. Um, so do you think there's like a difference between who you are on stage or off stage? Do I think there's a difference? Yeah, or like the way you, I guess, portray yourself, I guess. Like I know some people, I've met a lot of comics who've like um, are very anxious people, like maybe in real life, but then when they get on stage, they kind of have this persona of like a very confident person. Sure, sure. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe other, I think maybe people who know me could speak to that better, but, but I think, um, I mean, the idea, the idea is for it to be a version of yourself. And I think sometimes at least maybe a persona I sort of had early on in comedy 
was maybe that more anxious because that was how I how I felt. And then mm-hmm. as that kind of changed or evolved, as you get more comfortable, then I felt like that kind of that material had to change because I didn't feel that way anymore. I didn't feel it was reflective of even if even if the jokes work or the words work or whatever it is, it 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 doesn't feel like me as much. So it didn't feel as valid. So I, I think it's kind of always evolving. So it, it should reflect some, some version of yourself, but it's never going to be fully, I don't know. I guess it, it's never going to be exact. You're never going to be exactly the same, you know, um, because it can't, you know, yeah. you just can't be that, uh, that same person, you know, I don't really yeah. I'll wait for the other person to talk and on stage, I just have to keep talking, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, so what are your dreams and hopes with comedy? my dreams and hopes <laughs> um i don't know man uh no i i've always I've, i like doing comedy and i i just want to make cool stuff and i want to be able to write stuff and film stuff and put stuff out there that i think is cool and different and um that i'm proud of and uh and then whatever and hopefully hopefully people are into that um yeah that's that's always been kind of the aim so and just kind of to do that at, and keep getting better and growing within that yeah so what advice do you have for future comics or something that you wish like someone told you when you first started out um really just like the, the more stuff you can try to do um the the better i i think um, like failing is definitely like fine, you know, it, it, it does, none of this matters. So you can just try and fail. Um, I think maybe there is a lot of um, effort people put in because they see another comedian do it and they think, oh, I should do that. Or, you know, they're like, oh, this comedian is um, going on stage a lot. So I should do that, even if they don't really want to do that. Or this comedian is like doing everything on, on Twitter or Instagram. So I should do it, even if that's not kind of where they want to put their energy. But I guess I would, I would say to like try different shit, but also to not be afraid to like put your energy where you're curious, you know? Like if it seems like death for you to write a, a pilot and you have truly no interest in it, then then just kind of don't, you know? Um, but if but if that's a thing that is interesting to you or if it's writing, trying to write monologue jokes or whatever, if you're doing a thing because you, you think you're supposed to, I would say don't. But if you're uh, afraid to do a thing because you think you'll be bad at it, then, then I wouldn't worry about that because you're allowed to be bad. None of this, none of this is, you know, that important. So it's fine to try and fail and get better, you know? Yeah, I love that. So do you think like college you would be like, surprised to where you are now or like like kind of like proud to be like I guess like being like I like I'm a college student so like I think like seeing myself in like you know a couple years and be like wow I did it I accomplished I was like I did this I you know I don't yeah I I think I think so it's tough to know what what that what that version of me would think but I think I think I would I don't know if I (laughs) version of me would impress me but um but uh 
No, I think I think in some in some respects, yeah, I'm I'm uh, happy with some stuff I've been able to do and um, that I've been able to uh, yeah just get better and continue to grow and um, you know push past a lot of the um, the hurdles and you know uh, um, obstacles from whether it's from yourself or you know. Uh, various uh, gatekeepers or the other just the uh, hordes of noise that surround this thing that is just yeah. oh comedy's fun you know then you get into it and there's so much noise and I guess it's nice to be able to um, to feel like you've tuned it out to some degree yeah yeah so let's get into film stuff and um, the films I picked out was your uh, flat bus uh, Mr. Dangers, uh, which was Oscar qualified. Mm -hmm. uh, that's my bus. We recently got a Showtime pilot order. And oh, other other way? Yeah, Flatbush is the Showtime thing. And uh, the bus. Oh, was, I, guess, yeah. I guess I did my research wrong. Oh, you're good. <laughs> and then and Cramming, which um, won an award at the uh, Brooklyn uh, Film Festival. And like, that's, that's insane. Like you have become like such a well-known like film director, I think, yes. as you are a Canadian. Um, so when did you start like creating films? Um, when I was in, when I was in college, I started writing for this like film sketch group. And I, uh, I kind of didn't consider the film aspect of it at all. Like I was just kind of like writing stupid sketches with my friends and um and then you know uh other people would make them and i they would throw me in it sometimes and i had no consideration of anything in that realm i would just kind of i like the writing aspect of it and then i continued writing sketches with my friend um kevin uh iso who's a friend of mine who i ended up creating flatbush with and um and i i guess it's kind of been a slow progression and then the the busting was like an animated series, so I wrote that. I'd never written a, a, a pilot before, but I just had that idea, and I thought that was fun, and kind of stumbled into that, and then ended up doing a pilot for that. And then I made this short programming that um, that's my favorite thing, just because it was like so hard to pull off. But that was just with these two kids that I um, had worked with separately. One I tutored for a year, and the other I met randomly at like a temp job I had. His mom just had me watch him for a little while. Uh, these kids, Alex and Yambo. And we made this little short film and it, it did well. And so I, I, I love doing that stuff. And I like um, I like the writing and the filmmaking more than, more than the um, uh, acting. I think the, often the less I'm in a thing, the better, or that tends to be the stuff I, I prefer. Um, but that's just been an evolving thing. So I, I, I love that stuff and hope to be able to continue doing that because it's fun to like build these worlds and, you know. Yeah, of course. Work a different muscle than in a stand-up, which is all just you. And that gets um, kind of, um, you know, monotonous or uncollaborative and stuff. Yeah. So um, what inspires these films and what's your process when you're creating them? Uh, I try to, similar with stand-up, I try to like think of, um, like focus like as specific as possible and then um, 
and then kind of build it out. But you want it to feel like organic and you want it to really like settle into um, the actor's voices and um, and just really make it like, um, I guess like lived in or felt just because that's my favorite stuff to watch is stuff that feels kind of um, like grounded or uh, has this like degree of naturalism and stuff. Um, that's the stuff I enjoy. Um, so I try to, I'm just trying to learn. I guess I, I feel like I'm playing catch up in some respects because I, I like study education in school because I thought if I didn't have the courage to do comedy. I thought maybe I would like teach or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all my friends are filmed. So I feel like I'm, I still feel like I'm catching up in a lot of respects in terms of a lot of the, the technical stuff. So I'm just trying to like learn and figure out all that. But I know the sensibilities I like. And so I just sort of try to apply that and stay as grounded as as possible, you know? Yeah. Um, so how does it feel to have all this done accomplished award-winning work? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's, um, it's nice that it is, it's very nice when the stuff is, um, uh, it's very nice when the stuff gets like recognition in that way, because I'm not good at, uh, like making noise about the stuff that I make. I, I have never been good at that. I've never been good at the sort of look at me aspect of it which is required in some respects, but always feels gross to me. Um, so it's nice when other people who look at it or say like, hey, this is good because uh, I'm not great at doing that for myself. And it's nice to feel like um, uh, people who are more versed in, in that world are like see some value in it. And that's nice. And it's, it's very, very hard, as you know, like in anything in comedy to get that sort of external validation and you can't really live for that because you'll just be dead. Like, it's just so hard for that to come. And yeah. so where you can get that, it's like, um, it's, it is, it is nice. Even if it's tough to internalize because you're your own harshest critic and stuff. It's, it's very nice when that comes because it's like, Oh, that's, that's cool. That's not an easy thing. Um, so when you let yourself take that in, it's, it's very nice. Yeah. Um, so what advice do you have for future filmmakers or people you wish, you know, someone told you when you were creating all these films? Yeah, I, I, I wish, a similar thing, I wish I had like started sooner and I wish I had just sort of run out and, and kind of followed every stupid idea and not censored yourself. I think a lot of times there's like, um, especially when you're in school, like, you know, you none of you are, you're, you're, you're not um, weighed down by a lot of obligations and stuff. So you can, and everyone's willing to work for free. So you can just run out and make some stupid thing and just get better at it. So I, I, I think there's no, there's no limit to how much stuff you can make and just follow every um, dumb impulse. I mean, we were, you know, just kind of running around Brooklyn making the Flatbush and had, we had our vision for it, but we had comedians show up and they didn't know what they were doing and they hadn't read the script and they didn't care. And, and the thing won all these awards, but it was just like, um, it was very much like following your, our gut with it and thinking this could be cool and this could be good. Um, so I, I would say that everyone should, should do that and not feel like, um, again, there, there are all these kind of like made up uh, hurdles, I think of you, you can't do this, or that um but yeah i would just follow your instinct and try to make a thing 
Also, everything I've ever made has been illegal. I've never had a permit in my life. So I would say <laughs> get permits and just, you know, just get arrested. It's fine. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for jumping on this call and doing this. You know, it's so good to see after like a year. And like, I'm so glad we can touch. And I'm so excited to like see more of your work and like help you. Like, I know you can't market yourself. I'll market for you. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so much, Dan. Of course. I'll see you on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> Bye. Bye.